All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap the small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. ExtremeScoops.com that's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops dot com. Hey, boys and girls. We are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Farrow. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, 
violent binges of cabin fever and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right. <clears throat> fine print's out of the way. It's time to roll with the show. We're back. We're live once again. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, metal detecting and treasure hunting radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as I look into the chat, I see Steve Pacifico. <laughs> oh, as I look into the chat, the first name I see is Steve Pacifico. How can you, you can't miss him. How can you miss him? You can't miss him. Wow. Which for those that missed if you missed DA Monday, good show. Good show. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Where's the Florida guy that needs a haircut? Well, you, you can't beat up on the Florida guy too much tonight. He's, uh, there he is. Well. Okay, so the Florida guy is in. I guess he... Carry on. Carry on. I guess. Uh, I was going to say can't can't be beaten on the Florida guy, but it doesn't matter. You, you guys and gals are going to do what you want to in the chat anyway. I know, I'm sure. Especially, especially that... Uh, that Steve character... No one can control him. <laughs> oh, but we see that the Bills are in, Lewis is in, Barb, uh, Mike, uh, Frank, actually multiple Mikes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, don't beat up on that Florida guy either. But we see that Celeste is in, and oh, yeah, Frank and Steve, and so we've got the uh, the DA crew in some of them, and we've got uh, we've got Canada represented in the house. Well, Vancouver Island, British Columbia. Maybe to to be more exact, yeah. It's the way it goes. Definitely good to see everybody dropping in. Oh, and Dennis, I I didn't mention Dennis. How did I not mention Dennis? And uh, hmm, Chris, Chris is in the chat. nice. Of course, I guess that shouldn't come as any big surprise. I know he did. There's Dave. Welcome aboard. I know he did uh, get uh, get into the chat the other night. Hmm. Uh, 
Lewis, actually, to answer your question. Uh, he's been kind of off the radar a little bit lately. And I see where uh, Bill said he had to go to the fridge. I don't know if he's planning on staying there the duration of the show or what the deal is. I don't know. And welcome to Jason as well. All right. So, oh, and I see where Barb's saying that uh, she had tomatoes plants, tomato seedlings starting to pop up yesterday and more today and well, ours should be right behind, pretty much. I think they should start showing up this weekend. As long as all goes well. Who knows? Weather's not cooperating, but that's all right. We don't need weather to cooperate for seedlings. Granted, we may not be fancy enough to have a... Uh, a greenhouse, but we're doing all right. We're doing all right with it. Oh, wait a minute. What is this? Oh, I see. Bill had to run the tap into the front room. Okay. Well, nothing wrong with that. At all. Links, first and foremost, our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectees, Ring Finders, Terry Shannon's website, Note the website, Midwest Refineries website, Ohio Metal Detecting, Crazy Spider Adventures, Detect Ed Outdoors, All Metal Militia, Detect America, all on YouTube. If you're into the YouTube side of things, we've got Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa Treasure Hunters, Detect America, Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, all on Facebook. If you're into the Facebook side of things, you can catch Frank, Steve, and Ronnie Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, multicasting Facebook, YouTube. I believe there's they're still on three yeah, Detect America Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound and Dig It Metal Detecting as well as over on the YouTube side. You've got Shelly and Dawn with Can You Dig It? Seven PM Eastern Thursdays. Simulcasting Facebook YouTube Detect America and Can You Dig It YouTube. We're here Wednesdays, Sundays, when we can be, depending on how things go. And obviously right now, <laughs> the way dates are falling and everything, next Wednesday is not looking good for us. Uh, it just all depends on how things go. Looks like we've got a, uh, we've got the, uh, <laughs> Shooters and Prospectors, yay! <laughs> wow. 
Uh, let's see here. Hmm, looks like Dennis is asking Chris if he still needs help with the, uh, the AT coil. I, that's, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't need to worry about that, Barb. That, uh, I've got it covered over here on my end as far as, ain't got a greenhouse, but it'll work. It, it'll, it'll be just fine. Definitely. Hmm. And I see Barb's also saying, hi, Pops, wherever you appear. Well, uh. Actually, he will probably not be appearing tonight. Chuck's going to be a little bit, little, little, uh, little tied up. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll see how things go. And the way things have been going, uh, what? And the way things have been going, who knows? We may uh, we may keep it kind of a short show tonight too. I'm not real sure yet. I'm still waiting for things to kind of settle down over here on my screen. My screen's been doing some strange things tonight as we go live. I'm not sure what the uh, what the deal is there. I don't know. Either way. As I was saying, if you miss Detect America Monday, good show. They they definitely had a good show Monday. You can always go back and check out the... Well, I believe, actually... Yeah. that It should work that way. You can check out their previous shows on Detect America, or you can even check them out over on Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, because I'm pretty sure they they stay there in the in the posts it may take a little bit to find them i uh maybe i should make it a featured post every time they go live but when they're live it's it's right there right up there near the top of the page and I don't think it necessarily falls down all that far. So, that's something to keep in mind. Uh... <laughs> nice, Mike. Frank, Cole, they didn't have an electrolysis talk. Steve loves to hear about it. <laughs> I actually, I don't know. I mean, we may hear a little bit from Frank tonight anyway, since, uh, since I figure if nobody else has got anything that they're going to add or, <clears throat> I mean, it is open mic night. People can go ahead and 
call in, chime in if they want, whatever, uh, while we're around, while we're live anyway. And add to the conversation or chime in, go, go off on a completely other direction, I don't know. But first, before we do anything, one thing, i it's just, I don't know. I've seen recently, and I've seen this before on Facebook, where you can have a group, and next thing you know, somebody wants to try to piggyback, basically where either they're naming the group very similar to another group's name or something like that, or say they name it exactly like yours, and then they try to tell everyone that they were the first group out there like that. And and I know myself, I've had this happen in the past, where... We'll be promoting a group, and next thing you know, a new group starts up, and hmm, they're getting all sorts of members joining the group. Quite possibly because some of it stems from we were promoting a group, just not that group, and look at Look at what happens. It's discouraging to see. Uh, so for people that are creating new Facebook groups, do yourself a favor. Use some due diligence and search and make sure. I know it's hard, but make sure you get yourself a unique name to at least set your group apart from others. Because it's a little it's a little frustrating when you see that happen, and this time, it the last time I've seen it happen, it didn't even have anything to do with me. It just gets me fired up. Sometimes. I don't know. Uh, and also, big shout out to Detect America for the very generous prize donations to Metal Detecting Central Illinois. How's it going, Florida guy? It's going good. It's going good, guys. I figured Steve was begging me to call in. So I figured, what the hell? <laughs> what? He wanted to hear about electrolysis. Steve, Steve texted me and said, Frank, please call in and talk about electrolysis and carbon gators. I, I don't know. He just can't get enough of me. I don't understand it. Wow. Well, <laughs> did... <laughs> Did his carbon gator at least come autographed? Yeah, they're, they're so small. It's a very, very tiny autograph. Because mm. I'm wanted sure. wanted to autograph like his chest and stuff. I told him, no, I can't do that. Well, yeah, hey, you got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess first off, you know, sorry to hear that the... Uh, the family dog is having issues. Yeah, it, it, Ladybug was, Ladybug is, she's not gone yet, but Ladybug was uh, very, very, very badly brutalized as a pup. She, uh, they had duct taped her legs to, 
together and someone had thrown her in the woods. And from the day I, from the day she ran out in front of my truck and I, I put her in the truck and I've had her ever since. But from the day we got her, we, we knew she was, she's a purebred Shih Tzu. She has so many problems. We figured that's why they tossed her. And uh, so we, we kind of knew her lifespan was going to be short. But she's she's a she's a diehard killer. This this dog just bears through everything, and it, yeah, it's breaking my heart. But I I can't I can't see her suffer anymore. Right. Well, and I mean that's nine ten years at least. You know. Yeah. That's yeah, that's she, a good run they, for a little dog like that. Yeah. When we got her, they they figured she was about eight months old, and when I tell you. That you know, shih tzus are prone to a lot of problems. They have eye problems, they right. have skin problems, they have, they grow tumors. Um, and my my vet told me one out of every couple hundred get something called shih tzu syndrome, which is when they get everything. And Ladybug was the unfortunate and one she to get drew that. the short she straw on everything. Yeah, she. We have. I have. I have spent literally has spent thousands over the years. She's had serums. She has shots, and, and she's a trooper. This dog doesn't cry. She doesn't whimper. Um, she just, you know, she's just failing fast, and I, I can't see her. I can't, I can't bear to see her suffering anymore. Right. So we're going, we're taking her tomorrow morning, and if, if, if there's some miracle that this doctor can do, then I will absolutely have him do it, but it's not likely. Well, I'm sorry to hear. Yeah, listen, she's, she's, she's my rock. She's my baby. She, uh, but I, and, and as a favor to her, I can't let her suffer anymore like that. Right. Yeah. You hate to see him be miserable. Exactly. exactly. Definitely. She's a good girl. And I know that, uh, I believe it was towards the, I mean, we, some of us have seen some of the posts and, also, towards the end of Monday night's show, there was some more mention about it, so I figure it's safe. I can talk about carbon gators now. Oh yeah, carbon gators are out there. The new, the new batches of ugly box. Now, if you buy a new batch, a new ugly box, it comes with the carbon gator. It is in. It is part of our part of the ugly box now. It's in every every new one, and we are building them at a mad pace and we're going to be offering them to those who have bought ugly boxes those who have their own home system this is this is going to save your your anode wires um we're going to offer a package with an ugly box uh, ugly box with a, a carbon gator uh, a piece of carbon and probably a, a wire and it's going to be around the 10 buck range um we'll, we'll have that for a while and it will probably go up to 12 bucks because of the shipping but to start with, it'll be ten bucks, and I, I showed the picture. I cooked, I cooked uh, a coin in the ugly box for six hours and showed what the what the the alligator clip looked like. It was destroyed, and then the second picture was thirty hours continuously on in the ugly box, and the and the wire looks brand new. So this is going to pretty much eliminate you constantly, constantly changing out wires. Yeah, absolutely. Uh... I I gotta admit I was very impressed with them, and I've I've seen, you know, over the years the evolution of the ugly box anyway, and well, seen... you you've got you you actually have 
The one that I sent you was the one we were going to go with. And then every time I hooked it up, I noticed a little drop in the voltage. I wanted to eliminate the drop in the voltage, so I kind of revamped it. I'm going to send you a new one, Josh. These are much smaller. There's very, very little, if any, drop-off in the voltage. Um, and it, it, the design is such that, you know, it, it's going to it's going to save the wire. The wire stays out of the brine. Um, and because they're so small, you almost have no drop-off in the voltage. And uh, so far, the, the feedback's been great. Like I said, I've got one that's been running for 30 hours. There's not a mark on it. Yeah. And, and just that. That post of those two side-by-side photo comparisons, people that haven't seen that, they need to see that post because that speaks volumes right there. I mean, in the past, I've always used a longer, uh, a longer wire simply exactly. because the clip is sacrificial. And then I will clip that off and wire a new clip to it. But, Right. The carbon gator makes it so much easier. That's the thing, and the, and the carbon gator itself stays far enough above the water where the, the clip really doesn't suffer any damage. Like I said, and we tell people, listen, when you're done with it, the the, the electrolysis system, when when the when the contacts bubble, you you may get some spray, so rinse it off. It, it keeps the it keeps the the clip out of the circuit, so it's really not breaking down. And right now, right now, I'm at thirty thirty four hours or so with this carbon gator and the, the wire the wire is new the wire is still brand new so it's just, it's just the way got especially people like barb i know barb is barb is buying alligator wires in bulk because you know if, you, if you're cooking a lot and you're going through six <laughs> ten hours you're, you're rolling a, a, a wire now now you don't you know that, that's that's you know you go through you go through a half a dozen a dozen wires in a year you know it it can cost you a few bucks and now oh yeah, absolutely. It. Yeah, I mean, and and a lot of people I know they they've even went the route of just you know what is it like a ten or twelve pack of alligator clips from exactly. Harbor Freight for a few bucks. And I got I got to tell you the the wire that you're looking at in that photo is probably the absolute cheapest wire money can buy. They are they are super thin. They come out of China. They're absolute. Junk wires, and this thing is going 30, 30, almost 35 hours now without a, without a mark on it. Yeah, and that's why I say that speaks volumes right there. Uh, to, to see that side by side comparison. And I know when you it, were, uh, when you were starting to work on, I believe it was the previous batch because these were a little, a little bigger the way you talk. I was yeah. excited to see bigger. how and they I were going like, to work. I didn't like seeing that one, one and a half volt drop off. And, and, uh, not that it makes that big of a difference, but I didn't like the fact that we were losing voltage to the, to the carbon gator. So we just kind of revamped the carbon gator and made it, made it smaller. And, uh, it, it, it was, uh, and the carbon that you get now is a little bit longer. So it, it lends itself to raising the carbon gator higher above the water. And it works good. I, the cool thing is I've got people that are ordering them from me. That have homemade electrolysis system. It's not just for the ugly box. It's no, that's any, right. Any it's not. It's system. for any electrolysis exactly. system. And I mean, that's that's kind of the thing. I mean, you you build a better mousetrap. Exactly. You know that 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 was always since, since we've been doing this. That's the number one complaint I've had. You know, we I, and I we, we're proud of this, but we've had 
over over the past five years, we've probably had 20 ugly boxes returned because the user said the ugly box had failed. And out of that 20, we've only had two that we actually had to do a repair on. And the the rest of them were simply that wire burning out. And uh, so we've got, we've got a video coming out kind of walking you through the, the, the process of, of the electrolysis, how electrolysis by itself will burn out your your anode clip. If your clip is exposed to the water or even close to the water, it will burn it out. And and then we explain it and then we explain the new alligator, the new carbon gator and how it uh how it pretty much stops that. And not not that you'll never have to ever you know, replace a wire, but you're not replacing a wire every six to ten hours now. You're replacing a wire but we'll we'll let you know because I haven't had to replace this wire yet. So we're gonna <laughs> run it until like, you know we say Right, yeah. Who knows where it's going to end up? <clears throat> exactly, exactly. But I know for me, then, it, it has definitely worked out great with some of the tokens that I've been working on. Exactly. It's just in that if you if you run electrolysis, okay, the, the the moisture from the tank wants to chew that up. And again, I tell mm-hmm. I tell everybody, please don't go out and buy. You know, $35 alligator clips that are nickel plated because it doesn't make any difference. Electrolysis burns those clips out at a molecular level. So if you yeah. buy a $100 alligator clip, it's going to, you're going to burn out a $100 alligator clip. It's not going to make it last yeah. any longer. It's, it's going to last just as long it. as a $2 clip. <laughs> exactly. It's not, it's not the salt water that does it. It's the process. It, it's breaking them down molecularly. That's why we use carbon. There's nothing really to break down piece of carbon can last you a year the alligator clip unfortunately has steel it has carbon uh, has copper in it and they will break down if they're exposed to that moisture if they're exposed to the circuit what this basically does is keeps everything out of the circuit except for the carbon right and that's a nice beefy piece of carbon that comes with it yeah you know and, and that's the thing we we went with the thinner carbon early on but the thinner carbon had so many problems it, carbon will burn out it, it, eventually, it becomes so porous that it's not conducting anymore. And the the thin pieces that we started using, you know, they were if they weren't breaking during shipping, they were burning out rather quick. So these are these are nice thick, chunky piece of carbon. They're about a good two inches long. Now the ones that we're providing now with the carbon gator, and uh, they they're they're easily a year worth of carbon. Oh yeah, easily I would think. I mean that's that's definitely a nice sized chunk of carbon. I'm gonna say. Uh, well, hmm. Barb, Barb says her carbon disintegrated in under six months. That's because Barb runs a tank twenty four seven, and she and she never stops using it. <laughs> right. And I very rarely see her post up any before and after photos. I know, but she did. She did find some really nice, um, some really nice tokens, some really good tokens. And you know what? And some yeah. of the tokens that Barb found were were hard to come by tokens. They were rare. They were valuable. And thank God, I love Barb because she's not afraid to put him in the tank. We know we tell everybody that you know electrolysis is probably the safest method. And uh, Barb wasn't afraid, and she had some spectacular results with it. I was, I was so proud to see those uh, those tokens come out of that tank. 
Yeah, I'm sure that they turned out great, especially after seeing how the uh, the couple that I've been working with have been. Exactly, and even even Mike Boyle, Mike Boyle just found a, an old Boy Scout slide. And oh, that thing turned out phenomenal. Out came out beautiful. Yeah, that Absolutely. turned out phenomenal. He did a very good job with that. Really great photos. Yeah, no, good I, I I saw that thing. I was like, wow! Like, and and he did good. And that, and Mike, what Mike did with that slide was wonderful. You could have cooked. He could have cooked that slide until it was all neutral. Everything was shiny. Everything was beautiful. He cooked it just long enough, and he left some patina on the silver part of it, so that you saw the contrast. And that that's the great thing. You don't have to cook stuff until it's you know everything is shiny. You can cook it until you you get that beautiful contrast. And Mike did a great job on that on that slide. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, you can cook it until it's shiny. But especially like the way he did it, it just made those details pop. That, that's the thing. Every every second you, you cook something is going to add life to it. And if you don't want to cook it all the way, every every minute that's in the tank is adding life. And if down the road you have to tweak it, then you throw it back in the tank again. But I like I like those pictures where guys cook it maybe seventy five percent and it leaves that little bit of contrast, a little bit of tarnish on it, so you can see the differences in the metal. He did it, 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 he did a great job on it. It, it. That thing looks wonderful. Yeah, that thing is sharp. That's definitely one to be proud of. Yep. Yeah, oh. good, good job, good job, and it's tokens with Barb. Such a such a good job, and I saw the ones you were doing. It's great. I, I love I love to see that machine in action. Like, like I said, it, it's not we we never claimed to invent electrolysis, but what we did was simply make it controllable. And once it's controllable, you can do so much with it. I've got uh, my my friend out in out in Arizona right now, uh, Brandon. He's plating. He got a, he got a silver ring that the the plating was coming off of it, peeling off of it, and he's in the middle of of replating it now with the ugly box and it looks fantastic. That is awesome too. I mean, uh, when yeah. when it gets into uh, you know, tweaking the color and and trying to do the plating, it intimidates some people and it's it, not it that it's, hard. Like said, the, the, the rule is simple. Cook the item first. Get the item so it's stable and then worry about your color or worry about the plating. The plating and the tweaking of the color isn't going to happen until the, the, the piece is cooked. Once it's cooked and it really can't be cured anymore, then you then, then it's so it's so open to putting silver on it. Or like I said, I plated, you know, a gold plated buttons with no gold, copper and silver mix, and it takes it beautifully and and it it, 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 it it's so versatile the stuff that you can do. The, the rules to using the machine or use any electrolysis. I, I obviously I I quote what what we use for our system, but the rules for electrolysis are, are pretty much universal. You know, low voltage is is the key to everything. Patience is the key to everything. Um, bubbles are bad. <laughs> don't 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 call me up and say mine doesn't work. I got no bubbles because I'll yell at you. Um, but it, it's it's literally an easy process that's been around for something like twenty five hundred years. Yeah, and I mean it, the it, fundamental it, principles it haven't works. changed. No, exactly. The only thing we did is kind of put a lasso around 
the, the, the voltage, the voltage that was going into these systems. Um, even, listen, even the guys that were doing them on ships, on, on the salvage ships, they've been using them forever. And they only would do gold and silver because it really doesn't matter what kind of voltage you use. When they started to use it on copper and stuff like that, they kind of kicked it to the curb because it, it's a different animal. Silver, I mean, copper and bronze and stuff, it's a different set of rules to do. But if you follow these rules and you keep the voltage low and you are patient with it, you'll get just as good a result. You'll get whatever the coin has left to offer you. Right, yeah, the electrolysis doesn't ruin the coin. The coin was pitted before you cooked it. Exactly. And Lewis Bean's on the chat, and he's asking, can you get them in Canada? Yes, they are available in a couple locations in Canada. I apologize, Lewis. I don't I don't remember off the top of my head the places that they're available. If there's anybody from here in Canada, I'll know. But if not, hit me up on Facebook. I'll, I will get the names. There's two dealers in Canada that are selling the ugly box now. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to guess it's a good possibility one may be Jack Summers. Actually, it's not Jack Summers. Oh, <laughs> it's, okay. It's, it's, I mean, Jack, I think Jack, Jack orders them periodically, but we have two dealers that are on the um, uh, Detecting Adventures uh, dealership that distributor. Oh, so okay. We know that they get them and they can get them all the time. I just want to like me, I can't. Uh, I think one is called Forest Hills. Okay. I think one is called Forest Hills Detectors, and the other one off the top of my head, I cannot remember. Hmm. Well, either way, though, I'm sure you can get that information to Lewis. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're, and if, yeah, we have inquiries all the time about more guys, uh, more dealership in Canada coming up in the, and wanting to be a part of that. We've gotten requests from Canada for the, for the Aquatech headphones and stuff like that. So hopefully more and more as time goes on, we're going to be shipping into Canada right. and, uh, and some of these, and hopefully not, not too distant future into the UK and, and Ireland. So Ooh, look at that. Yeah. Look at you go. Yeah. Nice. Look at Unfortunately, I'm, I'm petitioning the government to add about 10 hours to every day so I can have a little more time to build. <laughs> Never enough time in the day. Never. Yeah, we're, we are. Yeah, it might, it, Lewis, it might be Treasure Seekers. I'm pretty sure one of them is Forest Hills. I think it's Forest Hills. It's either Forest Hills or Forest Hills in the cemetery. I can't remember which one is which. But I, I will look it up, Lewis, and then I'll, I will post it uh, where the dealerships are in, in Canada. Yeah, guys are like, Frank, you're going to be so busy. I got to tell you what, I'm going to tell you right now that I just got, I just caught up with the ugly boxes. I caught up about three days ago, I caught up with the ugly boxes. And I now it's time even. to catch up, up on Aquatex. I had caught up with the Aquatex, and I just took an order for 90. So, <laughs> so, so my vacation was 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 uh, short-lived. Right, yeah. Every time you think you're caught up, yeah. you get that call. Hey, Don't have you shipped wrong, those guys. yet? I, I love it. I love it, and I appreciate it. Forest City, that's it. Forest Hills is a cemetery. Forest City is is a dealership. You're right, Lois. <laughs> well, now Forest we've Hills got that straight out. Yeah, because if you call Forest Hills, I don't think they're going to sell you an ugly box. I think they're going to sell you a, a, a burial plot. Yeah, they they may sell you a you know some some dirt that you don't want to be cleaning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now we're 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 busy as hell. 
and O R H I am going over to the Treasure Coast very very soon. I've been, I've been very lucky here. I've, I've had had a couple spots here that produce some cool stuff. Um, unfortunately, digging in the woods is very short lived down here. So I, I think um, digging in the woods is kind of off limits now until the next right. wave of cold weather <laughs> gets hot and humid and overgrown and. It overgrows. We, we we have about a month that I could actually get into my big tree area and dig. And then I went, we went back the other day, and, and Celeste was like, oh, no, we could dig it. And you know, as soon as the second spider crossed, crawled across my face, I was done. <laughs> you come out going, there are but, things in there that will eat you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She goes, well, you might see a couple snakes. I'm like, no, I won't see those snakes from my truck. I promise I won't see them at all. <laughs> but then I did, I did a lot of research, and we went to this one spot. I knew it was going to be great, and then come to find out it was a spot that had been backfilled like 10 years ago. So oh. here, here's the thing I've learned about Florida. When, you, when you're digging in New Jersey, when you're digging in the Northeast, you can throw a stone in the library, and you're going to find stuff written on every little spot that there is. What I've learned in Florida is nobody gave a crap about writing down the history of these spots. There are some extremely historic spots that there I are. can't find a thing written on. My my only salvation is my, my buddy, our buddy, Andy Savage, has promised to send me a pile of Florida research that I hope you know produces something because it's tough. I mean, literally, the spot that I found where I, where I pulled the, the uh, I pulled the 360 year old real. I happened to be walking through this park, and there, sticking at like a sore thumb, was this you know, 10, 12 foot across tree, and it, it just didn't belong there. And right. and we started digging that. We you know we pulled a we, we pulled a 300 year old you know largey, and we pulled a, I pulled a, a 1640s real out of the ground and as fast as I found that spot and found those things it, it's all it's done now it, it's just so overgrown and the bugs are starting and so it's beach time right yeah I can understand that and with Florida I mean the uh, the rate of development just seems to have yeah. such a massive overturn that it's tough I I've got people that text me and say, yo, Frank, this old hotel just got torn down, and I think we're going to be allowed to go dig it. And literally within a week, two weeks' time. Yeah, you get there and go, started. wow, there's a new hotel. Yeah. They're, they're, just, they're just building like crazy down here to develop, which is great. Now, listen, it's a beautiful state. I love it down here. I love it. It's, the unfortunate thing is I'm traveling farther and farther. The research is mad to find a location. To dig, and then once you get there, you, you cross your fingers and pray that you know it's it's still diggable. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I know what you mean. Definitely. <clears throat> and if Lewis but does it, not have an ugly box, he needs to get himself one. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he got the right day. Somebody posted the link. It's, it's Forest City Detectors in Canada, and there is another one. I apologize. I, I just off the top of my head, I do not know. And there's a bunch of dealers right right over the border. I know all. I mean, 
Trump sells them, and there's a bunch of dealers yep. over the border, right over the border, sells them. And worst case scenario, Ronnie sells them, and you, of course, you know, then, then then you get involved in the shipping. But I know that there's a couple places in in Canada that are selling them right now. Nice. And and the Aquatechs, the Aquatechs are being sold there as well. Oh, and the Aquatechs. Yeah, yeah, we're starting to ship. We're starting to ship to our dealers in Canada. Um, it's pretty much request. They request it. We send it to them. Um, the new, the new thing is these, these AT Pro. We, we just got them done for the AT Pro. They are screaming loud and clear. It's incredible. And everybody that the number, the number one request that I get right now is Aquatech for the legend. And, uh, I, I, all I can tell you guys is we're probably days away. We're we are literally waiting for the components to arrive. Right. I gotta say, Steve did a video on the Aquatex for the Deus, and it sounded great. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah, no, no, no. Steve is Steve is running his Deus two on volume level three with the Aquatex. That, that's how how crisp and clear the newer the newer machines that are coming out. They all seem to be having a better. One thing I got you got to remember. Is that we don't build headphones that are going to make your machine louder. The, the the better your headphone, the more true the sound that your machine is capable of producing comes out. Right. And then that's like I, I mean I've I've used the, the I've used off and on the AT Pro since the AT Pro came out. I have, and, I, and this is not a knock against Garrett, but I've never had a really good set of headphones that really produce loud sound. We tweaked the new Aquatex for the AT Pro. To fit the old sound card that they have, and it just is it, insanely loud. We we were proud to have 85 decibels coming out of the Knox. Um, we've got about 88, 89 coming out of the Manicore, and we're over 90 with the AT Pro. And Holy the, and the, the, uh, the day is two. The day is two is the same like the AT Pro. The day is two is easily pushing out over 90 with great separation and. So yeah, we're really proud of those those new uh those new sets that came out. I can believe it after seeing Steve's video post that he had put up with them on the uh, Deus Two. <clears throat> they were yeah, definitely yeah. loud and clear. The thing was, I was kind of relying on Steve because I was building Deus Two headphones and I didn't have a machine to test them. I couldn't test them, so I was I was crossing my fingers, sending them to Steve, and Steve got me like, "Holy crap, <laughs> these things are are loud as hell." They're amazing. So that, that was good. Now, yeah. At least we know that they're working good. Yeah, and you can tell it from his video. I mean, he's he's back off of the detector waves. And that's at volume level three out of seven. Right. Seven that's eight. that's the crazy yeah. part. I don't... If he had mentioned it in his video, I don't believe I caught it. So I, I'm, I didn't realize he had it turned down that low. And they were still sounding like that. The, the the thing is, is the thing that we really we really didn't know until we really got into seriously building these headphones is that you know your 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 metal detectors have a sound system in them. They have an amplifier of sorts, and they're putting out a certain ohms of resistance. They're putting out a certain amount of sound. And guys, for years and years, were simply building putting a plug onto speakers. And not really paying attention to what the ohms were. And if your ohms contrast, you're going to get almost no volume out of them. Right. When you, when we simply match the ohms or put a resistor in.
in to compensate for the ohms and then put the quality of, of speaker, of driver that we put in them, it was, it was a no brainer. These things just, they're, they're just screaming clear and, and deep sound out of them. And like, extra oh, look, bonus. It actually took just building a good headphone. We knew, we listened. Sony and these guys it, it built good headphones for your stereo system. We build them the same way as those guys build them, except that we had to make it waterproof. That was the only difference. We had to make them submersible. And that's what we did. Right. And bonus, they're very comfortable, too. Yeah, they're comfortable. We, we, we listened. I put the padding in it because I wanted the comfort on the ears. I also wanted it to, to absorb some of that, that ancillary crap sound and, and it, it, it tightens the sound that makes it a little richer. And, uh, and they're, they're, they're they are. I, I am, I, not to, not to pat myself on the back, but I'm, I'm proud of those Aquatex. We worked hard to come up with something different and they, uh, they work good. Right. Very impressive with them. And very competitively priced too. Yeah, and again, we 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 yeah, our goal our goal was to make them a lot cheaper. Um, but when you when you want to make them cheaper, and then you want to put the, the top of the line components in, I mean, people don't realize they they kind of look almost like every other set of headphones on the outside. But when you buy from these companies that build these components, you buy grades of stuff. You could, I could, I could have bought grades of stuff that were much, much cheaper and break. Um, the, the stuff right. That but that's not the what the goal is. Straps, exactly. They're the top of the line straps. They're top of the line shells. They're, they're made to be durable. They're made to, to be very strong. Right. And we may have some feedback on the carbon gators. We've got Barb on with us. Barb. Hey, Frank, I love you. I <laughs> I was so happy when I was upset because I went to the post office to get a package and knew it was yours. And it was a package from the kids Christmas giveaway that showed <laughs> up two months and two days after I mailed it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you finally got it. I'm glad, I'm glad I finally mailed it. <laughs> I was going to say, that's almost as fast as Frank ships. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, yeah. And when they handed it to me, I went, are you kidding? This is from the kids' Christmas giveaway in December, and you're just sending <laughs> it back to me? But it it was resent. I, I used the money we had left over. You know, it was like 12 bucks, and reshipped it to a new address. The person had put in a change of address, and the post office didn't send forward it. So right. it has arrived. And then the next day, I get Frank's. And, oh, man, man, it's doing awesome. And Yeah, just, I, just the fact that it's going to save you money on those, on those wires, <laughs> you know. Well, uh, I was out of the carbon rod, and he sent me four, so I'm like, Yo, I'm in there for a year or more. Uh, but it's working out really, really well. And I'm, Good. I'm, I'm cooking Good. three different things off and on. It's like I switch out every now and then and low, change my voltage and all that. Um, but I've been putting most of my pictures on Frank's page to promote the Ugly Box. 
but I just posted a bunch on your page of finished results. On the page or the uh, group? The group. Because okay. on the page, you can't make a post. And it, you have to post under one of your posts. So I put it in the group. Um, but they are coming out spectacular. I mean. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with some of those uh, tokens you had, Barb. They came out great. I cooked them for like, you know, short little bursts. I'd, I'd be vacuuming and going, oh my God, I got a token cooking and go running through the house and shut it off and take it out, you know, use the thunder and the thrasher and then put some toothpaste and scrub it lightly with the toothbrush and then turn it back on or I'd switch over to a different token um, and let it rest for a little bit. And I've been following the low voltage for like ever, 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 ever. And then I go, you know, that looks really good. Time to crank her up. Absolutely. There you you'll, go. And that's, that's what we tell everybody. You'll see the difference in the coin or the token or whatever. You'll know. Because people ask me, well, when, when can I crank it up? You'll know. <laughs> when you start to see those changes in it, that's telling you that it's, it's letting go of all that crap, and it, it, it's it, it, those, those molecules are being regenerated, and now you can you can crank up the voltage a little bit more and more and more. And, and even if it doesn't look like it's letting go of that crap, when you pull it up out of the tank and your fingers are black because you just picked exactly. up the coin or the token, you know it's coming off. The, yeah. the thing is, it's different for every single thing you cook, so you can't say five hours, That's right. eight hours. 12 hours. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a case-by-case case scenario. You, 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 can, you, can have, you can have three coins that were cut, that were minted back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, and every one of those coins may have to be cooked differently. Yep. And it, But you can see when it's time that you can go for it. Because... Exactly. It, right. It you have change. to know when to say the cookie's done. And, and sometimes I'm like, Maybe, and I'll say, uh, I'll say no, Barb. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> just because I'm like kind of iffy, and so I'll just run it for like an hour on low. And and that's that's the thing, Barb. You just you just nailed it. If there's ever a question in your mind whether you should up the voltage or not, and you keep the voltage low, you're not doing anything but helping it. If you never crank the voltage up and you're willing to wait that long time, you're still going to get that good result. So if you ever have that question, no, don't crank it up. If you don't think it's time, don't crank it up. <laughs> keep it low, and it's still going to do a good job. Right. Yeah, Patience can be a virtue. Yeah, which I have none, but <laughs> most, of the t- most of the time I can tell, okay, Stuff has come off, and I can tell you the thunder and thrasher make a difference because you may pull it up out of the brine, and you go, mm, it, it ain't done nothing, and, you know, I've been doing this for hours and hours. Right. And then you you use the thunder and the thrasher, and then it's like, whoa, it difference. People don't, realize, people don't realize they pull these coins up, and they've got this big crust on them, and they people are so <laughs> hesitant to use the thunder and the thrasher on the that crust is non-magnetic. That crust is not part of the coin. Peeling that crust back in layers is not touching the surface of the coin. And sometimes, if you don't take that off, the electricity is never going to get to the coin. 
Um, so yeah, that's exactly right. You have sometimes you have to help it along. So your goal is to get that electricity through the core of that coin. Right. And, and I know somebody at one point the the thrasher is the one that vibrates, right? The thunder that is the, no, the thunder is. The thrasher is the vibrating uh, abrasive tool. Okay, so the thunder. I run that. I touch my coin. I. You can right. They're nylon. They're not going to scratch it. Yeah. Exactly. And it actually works better instead of just putting it in the water. I put it in the water with the coin on the clip, and then I rotate the coin 90 degrees and do it again on both sides. And then use your toothpaste and your brush, and then you'll go, yep, I can torque it up. But like I said, the one or two times. And every time you do that, every time you do that, and every time you put the coin back in, Every session is going to be better. It's going to be more efficient. The more that crust that goes away, then the next session is going to take even better and even better and even better. Right. And, and, that, and actually, oh, and sorry. And what, what are you thinking of the carbon gators? I love it. Although I just <laughs> bought like 30 new alligator clips, but I only paid like four or five bucks for them, so no big yeah, deal. They're not, they're right, they're cheap enough. Sometimes it's not even the expense, it's the pain in the rear end of constantly changing them out. And, yeah. Well, I, I bought got, the like, one right, right with. Now, I bought the one with the that, wires attached, so it, when one of them goes bad now, I just toss it and hook up a whole new, you know, setup. Right, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, that that's the idea because you know, one one of the, the biggest complaints and guys, you know, you know, it is inevitable if you're if you're new to electrolysis, they're, they're, you're going to blame the machinery. And I get I get people every day DMing me. Oh, and my machine stopped working. I said, send me a picture of your clip, and the clip's burnt. That's that's the whole idea. It's not so much that you're saving a million dollars on the on the on the wires, but now you're, it, it's just an easier step that you don't have to replace these wires anymore. Oh, and because I have such a good instructor, I actually, <laughs> P, I PM'd him that question. My machine is not working. And oh. he's like, you got a long screwdriver? I'm like, yeah, we'll put it between this place and this place and turn it on and see if you get a reading. And I'm like, yeah, I got a reading of 8.4. He's like, it's your clip, Barb. It ain't the machine. I was like, yes. yes. And I was right back at it after I changed out my clips. That's the thing. Even and, and that's the thing. I'm so I'm I'm selling these clips to guys that are have their homemade systems because it's not it's not ugly box centric. This burning out the clip. It's electrolysis. Period. If you're using electrolysis <laughs> and your clips are hitting the water or close to the water, they're going to burn out. That's just there's no way around that. So what we've done is we've eliminated the clip of any kind being near that work. Exactly. Right. And it was my, my fault. But, you know, live and learn. You know, I, I, I was a newbie then. I have, you know, probably 80 hours or more of electrolysis under my belt now. So, you know, I'm wow. getting there. And I can remember you calling in going, I just don't know. I've got the book. I, I need to watch the videos more. I just I just I don't know. And I'm going to tell you what, once you bite the bullet and start. Right, you got to take the lead. You're you're a junkie. 
I I am now an electrolysis junkie. I mean, I have <laughs> I have stuff lying. I have my own little counter space in the kitchen. Bub knows, touch it, you're gonna die today if you touch it. He doesn't go near my setup. He doesn't ask about it. And I've got my stuff lined up in the order to cook. And like I said, sometimes I'll go, give that coin a rest. Let's work on this one a little bit, you know. Uh, and, and once you start and you start seeing the results like my tokens, oh, my God. I mean, that $5 token I dug six, seven years ago. And it was brown and nasty, and now it's a beautiful, shiny piece of brass. And you, uh, I posted the one, I think it's the one dollar. No, it's a one cent token. Sorry. Um, it was really, really dark. It is smaller than a dime, and you can read the words, and there's like 40 words on the back of it, and you can read every single one. With no problem after doing electrolysis. And on. prior to the cook, you probably had to struggle to make out any of that information. I had to use a very high-powered uh, magnifying glass to oh, see. Oh, now it. I know where mine went. Yeah, and the only reason I knew what it said is because the five dollar is bigger than a silver dollar, and so you could really read it easy on that one. But now you can read it easy on that little teeny one dollar one also. Yeah, nice. and, and the thing I, I try to explain to everybody, guys, not every coin that you cook in electrolysis is going to come out beautiful. And and the, the hardest thing is to convince, to make people understand that the electrolysis doesn't take anything away from the coin. It's only going to repel stuff that's not organic to the coin. It's going to cure the metal inside, make the metal kind of rejuvenate, rejuvenate that electrical bond that's in there. And a, and a, and a, a coin that's got a good electromagnetic bond inside doesn't want to be dirty. So that's why that stuff gets pushed away. But sometimes these coins are damaged <laughs> in the ground and it's going to expose the damage. Not every coin is going to come out beautiful. But like like uh, 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 our, our buddy uh, Dan Nelson found a, a flying eagle scent the other day, and it was thrashed, and you could make out almost nothing on it. And even though the, the end result was still a damaged flying eagle, you had a date. You had the the eagle was showing. It showed all the detail that was left there, and that that's what it's about. Whatever your coin has to offer, if you're patient and work with the electrolysis, it's going to reveal everything that it has left. And sometimes it's a lot. Right. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it's not. But even even the ones that are, are so damaged that you're not really getting much off of, you've now cured them. They're not going to get any worse, at least not in your lifetime. They may they may patina again. Uh, if you don't if you're not tweaking the color, these these coppers will, will want to patina again. And honestly, it, that's a good thing. If you're if you're somebody who's selling coins. You don't necessarily want to try and sell you know, a 1793 large set that's shiny copper color. They will patina over, but they won't degrade anymore. It's simply a surface thing. But the the coin on the cover of my of, of the ugly book is now this beautiful chocolate patina. Every detail is still there, and it, but it's got the natural patina that 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 copper wants to to give. 
but it's short. It's going to be around for, you know, another 300 years. Well, um, Michael just uh, brought up aluminum tokens, very tricky. And the last token I dug was like a month ago, month and a half ago. And it's a meal token from the lumber card. And it was aluminum. It's the only aluminum one I've ever found. And so I treated it very gently. I started at like 2.9 for about 15 minutes. Then I went up to 3 after I cleaned it. And there, are, that token is on Josh's group page. And yep. when I dug it, it was so brown and nasty in places. And I had used a toothbrush on it, and that stuff would not come out. And 95% of it came off. But I cooked it slow and low because I wasn't yep. sure. Cooked aluminum. Absolutely. Yep. And... I then eventually cranked it up and the crud just peeled off it. And so uh, you can see a picture of it on the group page. It has a before and after of how bad it looked and how good it looked. And it didn't take long. It took less time to cook that aluminum yeah. token. And that's exactly right with aluminum. Right. Aluminum is short cooked, low voltage, short cooked. And when it comes clean and you don't see a change anymore with aluminum tokens, stuff like that, it's time to stop. If you overcook aluminum, it will go, it'll swing the other end of the threshold and it'll, it'll start to turn black on you. Once it looks clean and it hasn't changed in a session or two, it's, it's done. And sometimes they come out tremendous and sometimes they, they don't. It, aluminum is, is a million grades of aluminum and each one's going to cook differently. But the one thing, Barb, I want to touch on, because I tell people this all the time, some people are, are so touchy with their with their you know ugly box and their coin, they're running this super low voltage. And we, we tell everybody three point nine is kind of the sweet spot for carbon. You can drop it a low, but I've got guys that because their ugly box will go down to one point eight volts, that's where they're running it. You can't run it that low. You have to have a minimum of about two point three volts or else electrolysis doesn't take place. So yeah, only, at, at 2.9, you're at the early stages of electrolysis, and that's fine. But below 2.3, 2.4, you're not getting any electrolysis at all. And sometimes on these crusted coins, these dirty coins, this super low voltage will never penetrate. It just won't right. have the energy to get into the coin. So, yeah, at 2.9, you're good. At 3.9, you're safe. Even at 4 and 4.5, you're fairly safe to start a coin. But well, those, I, think, those guys just, I, think, I think I did it like maybe two 15-minute sessions at 2.9. Then I torqued it up to 3.3, then to 3.9. Yeah. And after about an hour and a half, I put it up to like four and a half or five. And I finally said, okay, let's crank it. And I think I put it up to like 8.1. And what fell off, I did like two really short 10-minute sessions. And I right. said, that's it. That's as good as it's going to get, and I stopped. And then that's it. And, you, and as much as you have to know when to crank it up, you have to know when you're done. Um, yep. Because and you'll once, notice. Once it, once, it reaches that, once it reaches that point, you keep cooking it, you keep cooking you keep cooking it. Eventually, the stuff that's floating around, you're going to somewhat magnetize this, this atmosphere, and this stuff is going to want to settle back down on it again. 
and then basically you're starting all over again. Right. And once you get it to where you're, it's done, it's done. And and I can say that usually about midway, fifty to seventy five percent of the way through your cook, your water at that point gets dirty. Yeah. And right. and I clean my water the minute it gets really dirty. I clean it. I get a fresh brine. And I usually only give it one or two cooks after that because you've taken the majority of the junk off it. Right, yeah. yeah. Don't be afraid to change that out. Brian's cheap enough. Yeah. yeah. And, when, you, and, when you can't see the bottom of the tank clearly, change out the water because you've taken all of that crap has come off of that coin. None of that crap is coming off of the of the carbon. The carbon has nothing to give to the tank other than being a conductor. So all of that crap that you see floating out of your tank is stuff that is coming off of your coin. And, and so, you know, you I, can do... I go a different route, though, because I can't see the bottom of the tank clearly to begin with. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, but I mean, that that's just it. And if you can't, if you can't see the bottom, of, the more and more that stuff that builds up in your tank that's all stuff that's inhibiting that flow of electricity through the 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 the, the brine solution. And you, right. and at the end of the day, you want that you want as much unobstructed uh, electricity going through that tank. And you'll okay. notice sometimes so during your cook, Barb, you'll you'll notice that maybe it looks like your voltage is dropping, and, and, and that's, that's why you'll yeah. notice and, as you get further exactly through right. the cook. And that coin is getting cleaner, and you're changing your brine out. You notice your voltage so starting to go up. I got a question on the page from OR. I got a question on the page. ORH is asking me, Frank, what are you suggesting for a brass lock with an iron hash? The last uh, railroad lock I did submerged the brass, and it, he doesn't want the hash to disintegrate. So here, here's the thing: if you're running your tank at lower voltages, if you're running them at 3.9 to 4.5 volts in there. You don't really have to worry about it. The electrolysis isn't going to work. The electrolysis is going to work on the different metals at their own pace. The problem is that these old railroad locks that have an iron, an iron pass for an iron hinge, if the iron is so degraded already, then the iron may fall apart. Um, right, which kind of falls back degraded, to you're not ruining it. You're uncovering what was already there. Exactly. Iron, if the iron has has enough integrity left to it, just cook it normally. The iron will cook at its own pace. The the brass will cook at its own pace. And guys that, that are cooking brass, and I get the question all the time, I don't want to ruin the brass. Brass is a weird animal. You're not going to hurt it, but you have to be patient. Uh, you'll you'll get two, three, four, five cooks with brass, and it doesn't look like anything's happening. And then all of a sudden. Like a light switch goes on, the brass will just open up and it'll be beautiful. Um, yeah. It, it's a weird, you, brass, you have to let the brass unlock itself at its own pace, but it will. And once it does, the brass comes out amazing. Um, the iron, if the iron isn't completely disintegrated from being in the ground, then the only thing the electrolysis is doing is strengthening what, what iron is still there. If, it, if the hasp is, is disintegrates away, the hasp is only being held together by the rust to begin with. Exactly. Right. That's the best way to word it. And, and back to Josh's thing, yes, 
when I finally, you know, after probably 20, 30 hours of doing this, I realized as the dirtier my brine got, my voltage was dropping. And, Absolutely. And don't and be afraid to take that carbon out, Mark. Take that carbon out and clean it with, put this soap on it. Clean it under hot water. Get right. The, Get to because the brine the brine is going to I mean not the brine the carbon is going to get residue on it from the crap floating around the tank from the sediment in the so solution yeah and so I've yeah. learned all that you know it, it's trial and error but do not be afraid I mean my brass tokens look fabulous and see I, I kept telling you just do it. I know, but you know, I I remember those days, and I'm like, I still want to do it, but I'm so afraid to do it. But, um, like I said, I am like an electrolysis junkie now. I mean, it, this is like a drug. Once you start getting good results, it's like, what do I have in the house next I can cook? See, congratulations! <laughs> now you know what we've been raving about for years. <laughs> oh, I've, I've done. I've done people's silverware for them. They, you know, they wanted their silverware cleaned up. It, it, it'll, it'll cook almost any metal except nickel, guys. Don't throw nickels in it. Unless they're war nickels, you, you can't cook nickel. Right. Um, that, that, and then I got, I have people that ask me all the time, well, I want to practice on it. Well, that, that's great. I don't want to practice on my good silver. I'm going to practice on my copper. Well, no, practice on your silver. Yeah, your silver is, is, is the easiest. I've done 2,000-year-old silver coins that cook just as easy as a merc. Practice on your silver. Don't practice on your delicate coppers because it's a, a completely different animal. You have to go way lower. If you accidentally bump it up too high on your silver, guess what? It's not going to hurt your silver. It'll never hurt your gold. But don't practice on your flying eagle. Don't practice on your large sense or your KGs because they... They take a lot more care than silver and gold does. Right. <clears throat> and and I can say, um, since I started doing electrolysis, you know, once I got really comfortable with it, um, I've had some really good arguments with really good friends who uh, didn't appreciate me saying, "Oh no, you can cook that." And yeah. Uh, I had somebody tell me I couldn't cook copper, and I'm like, "Well, man, well, yes I just you cook. can." I said, yeah, "I just absolutely. cook." I said, "I just cooked two Indians, and they came out beautiful." Indian had pennies, and you know what they said to me? That's not well, copper. Yeah, that's not copper. And I'm like, "It's a copper penny. What do you mean it's not copper?" <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, 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 and, and I, 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 I just, I get, I do get aggravated guys who are like, oh, you can't cook coins, you kill the, and I, and I refer them to Mel Fisher, I refer them to these salvage ships that every coin that comes out of the ocean is cooked in electrolysis. I, I, I don't, sometimes the argument is just about being an argument. It's not about the truth. And if, if you're, if you're, patient and you're willing to start off with these low voltages and that was the biggest biggest single discovery that we made because when we started this path 30 some years ago the, the the thinking was if you see bubbles coming off your target it's working and that was the biggest flaw in the thinking that was what ruined electrolysis for museums over the years 
you don't want to see the bubbles. If you put a coin in your tank and that coin starts to bubble immediately, lower your voltage. You don't want to see those right, bubbles. Right, you're cooking too those, those fast. Those bubbles will do damage. You want to see no bubbles. You want <clears> If you see any bubbles ever, you want to see them at the end of the process, not during the process. And, and really, way, for... Yeah, you your nickels, then you'll have orange nickels. Right. And really, for people that, that sit there and try to say, no, you can't cook that, <clears throat> like yep. Frank says, how do you think these salvage vessels do that sort of thing? Yeah. And I can tell you personally, I mean, I have seen it. I have, I've been in the conservation area for the WIDA, <laughs> and that's exactly right. what they're doing. And in fact, I mean, in fact, they, they literally took the coins out of the tank and handed them to me. Some of some of some of these um, conservation groups, we the ugly box or a variation that we built for them is currently on at least twelve salvage boats. We are in at least a dozen museums. We have two world known coin collectors and brokers who both use the ugly box. I, I have built custom units for both of them, and they're selling. I mean, the one the one guy out of New York, I cooked a coin that was worth more than my truck, and they have <laughs> since learned the system. They have you know five ugly boxes. We have sold since Ronnie DeGhetto has come on board. We have sold around five thousand of these units, and we have gotten back. We have gotten. We have had repaired or received back under five. That's a lot of wire. <laughs> The thing yeah. that I want to say for the people that are leery about doing it or are just disbelievers, um, I can tell you anytime I've cooked something different, I have sent Frank a PM. Hey, Frank, I'm going to yeah. start cooking this. What do I start at? You know, and I have the book. I read the book first, but if I'm not sure, I send Frank a PM via messenger. And uh, that's he is what he's like, there for. And he is like right on it because he knows I own an ugly box. So he's like, Barb, do this, do this. You got any questions? You know, get back to me. He has called me. We have talked about it. And I think having that support system really takes away the fear that you're going to ruin I've, something. I've got, guys, I've got guys, Barb, I've got guys that. Do not own an ugly box. They have built home systems, and they will they will PM me and contact me about issues, and I, and I will I will walk them through their own system because if their own if, I, if their own system works and they're still they're still spreading the word and believing more about what what electrolysis is capable of doing. You have to get out from the old mentality of you know crank it up, bubbles are better, and then being pissed off when. You know, you come out and you have a ruined coin or a ruined artifact. That the ugly box is a tool. The process that goes along with that box is all all the same thing. That the process is just as important as that box. And if you follow that process and you're patient, you will never have a coin disintegrate on you. Again, not every coin is going to is a perfect coin, and that's that's the nature of the coin. But you won't. Rona, there's there's nothing in electrolysis that's going to kick your coins or 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 make them a guy. Oh, I use I use electrolysis and my coin disintegrated. Well, no, you didn't, because that's not how it works. Right. Exactly. 
and and I have one coin I'm saving till I'm I'm started cooking the roaming coin I won from Frank and he didn't electrolyze it before he <laughs> sent it to me. So I've been gingerly I only do that coin when I am in the kitchen and I set my timer and do it on low and it's slowly appearing and it's let me, very let me tell pretty. You and I've had this discussion with people before. Those Roman coins are some of the most robust made coins in history. I have done I have done a, a, I have done little itty bitty widow's mites that have come out amazing. They are they are one of the safer coins to cook because they're oh. so, they're just built so well. Oh, it, and what's funny is it's appearing in the middle and moving outward as I do right. it. Yeah, that's yeah. how it works. And, yep, and but 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 I've seen it more on this coin than any other one. I think because the other well, tokens. You remember, Bart, the, the, the mixture of the metal that they were using back then. This is hand mixed stuff, so it's not all pure and wonderful where it's going to cook evenly. If for whatever reason that mixture of metal for that coin had more iron or more whatever in the center, that's the part that's reacting the quickest. If the outer edges are a weaker metal, it, it may take longer. It's going to, the modern day coins, they generally start to clean from the edges forward, but older coins, depending on the, the mixture of metal that's in there and how evenly mixed it is, it, it could, it absolutely could start right in the center and work its way out. And that's what it's doing. And it's so cool because it's like slowly appearing the coin before me. But like I said, that's the one coin that I'm like, I only do when I'm in the kitchen and do it for short periods of time. And then when I know I'm going to go off and clean bathrooms, I'll stick a token in and adjust, right. you know, my numbers, knowing that token's already had two, three hours on low. I can leave it. If I forget it for 45 minutes, it's still okay, you know. And that's the thing. Guys, guys, will, guys will start it. And they're like, oh, I don't want to leave it. For, if, you, if you start it and you leave it for two weeks and you come back to it, yeah, you might get a little surface debris on it, but that's going to come right off. You can take your – the coin's been around a 1,000 years, 2,000 years. It's not going to go south on you in a couple of weeks. Take your time. Do it at your own pace. When it's done, it's done. And it's not going to get any worse ever again. And the, the last coin I'm saving – is a, my only large scent. I dug in Virginia, and when I got it home, I made sure it was good and dry and got what gunk off I could, but I sealed it in about 10 coats of Elmer's glue and water. And it looks <laughs> it looks just the way it did when I brought it right. home. You can see detail and date. So when I'm done with all my other coins, that's the one I'll be talking to Frank about because the, the just, Elmer's Glue and Water... Just remember this. Just remember this. Okay? We tell everybody, you know, don't don't use the, the Renaissance wax and stuff. It's not the material that the wax is made of that's hurting the coin. When you seal, even with Elmer's Glue, and short periods of time is no big deal. But when you seal a coin in Elmer's Glue or in beeswax, or anything like that, 
It's like putting a lid on a boiling pot, trying to hold the lid down the boiling pot of water. The degrade on these coins, everybody thinks, oh, it's, it's, it's eating up the surface. 90% of the degrade on the coin is coming from the inside. It's the metals deteriorating at different rates. They don't like each other. So when you seal it in a wax, it's bubbling on the inside and it wants to come out. And if you keep it sealed long enough and eventually you start to see degrade on the surface, it's over. The coin is toast. You're actually better off keeping the coin dry and clean and putting it in, you know, putting it in two by two or setting it on your windowsill. You could actually do more damage by sealing a coin that's not cooked because the stuff on the inside has nowhere to vent. It has nowhere to go. And when it finally vents, it's going to hurt your coin. It's going to hurt. It's going to do stuff to your coin that you can't fix. Okay. The so Elmer's glue is not hurting it. It's the sealing of the coin that hurts it. Okay. So I guess I'm cooking that coin quicker than I thought I was. <laughs> well, <laughs> wash off the Elmer's glue. I mean, here's the thing. If, if you look at that coin, Barb, and, and all the, if the lettering is nice and sharp on it, if it doesn't have that flaky stuff on the surface, it, it's probably fine. It's probably not in a rush to be cooked. Well, I can, I can see the date. I can see the date and details very clear. When you look at those details, if they look rounded off, then you don't want to wait too too long to do it. Well, I'm when just going to. I'm going to do it now. Yeah, but if you're if the lettering on any point, if the lettering <laughs> is nice and square and sharp, don't worry about it. it it's good for it's good for a while. Barb's going, no, no, I got to go because I'm doing it now. The one thing I've I've learned, well, I've learned a lot in the last couple years. Uh, If you say I need to do it, I need to do it. And if I do it right, what I get is what I get. And I would have got that whether I did it now or a week from now. It may be worse a year from now, so right. do, do it now, no. and what what I get is what I get. I'll take pictures uh, of exactly. it. Exactly. I, I get I get I get aggravated. Guy, I, I see guys post all the time. They talk about the Renaissance wax. Oh, the museums in England all use Renaissance wax. I'm, I want to clear this up right now. And I actually posted it a while ago. I have a copy of an order from City Museum in, in London that says that they are no longer allowed to use Renaissance wax on anything but bronze statues, bronze uh, pieces of, of artwork, never on a coin and never on an artifact any longer because they have found over time it causing more damage because they weren't cooking them, they were toothpicking them, and then they were coating them in Renaissance wax, and this was causing damage. So you guys that think that Renaissance wax is the second coming, Renaissance wax is fine if your coin or relic is cooked and it has no more breakdown to happen on the inside. But if you get it, toothpick it, Renaissance wax it, you are you are sealing in all those goodies that want to pop out the surface. So just know that the, the, the museums in England are not using Renaissance wax any longer. Very, very rarely. I right. have some and I think I've used it once, but it was on something that didn't need to be cooked. And right. it just well, yeah, made that's it... Different. If it doesn't have that degrade happening, then it's not going to hurt anything. But right. if it does, it's degrading, 
and you seal it before it's cooked, then you are just you're you're you're, you're putting a pot on a boiling pot of water. You're, you're putting a cap on a trouble. pot of water. Well, I will take pictures of both sides of my large scent before I begin, and it'll probably take a couple of weeks because, like I said, I'm not going to cook it unless I'm in that room. I want it very controlled and precise. And when I'm finally done, I will post pictures and we'll see what happened. But I think I dug that. What farm did I dig it at? Oh, I dug that at Warrington. So that was four years ago. So it's been sealed for four years. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's probably time to cook it. Yep. Yeah. Definitely high time. Well, I gotta fly. (laughs) I love you, and I love talking ugly box. And uh, thanks for reminding me how afraid I was of it uh, two, three years ago. I appreciate that. (laughs) Anytime. That was very welcoming of the host. Um, But but absolutely. I I have gotten in more fights because of standing up for the ugly box and argued with best friends about what you can and can't cook. And I'm like, but I just cooked that. Oh, no, no. You can't do that. Just remember, Barb, just remember, Indian heads are not copper. They're not. I mean, whoever (laughs) thought that pennies were made out of copper is crazy. We love to tell people about the ugly box. As a matter of fact, a few weeks ago, somebody come by and they're like, hey, I got this ring here. Do you think you can do something with it? I said, yeah, I can do something with it. And come carrying out all of this. And they're like, what is that? (laughs) It's an ugly box. Just watch. (laughs) Exactly. And it works. It works. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're having success with it, Bob. But I did post. Finally. You have to go. You have to go to Josh's page and look at that aluminum token, and I the will. difference is freaking amazing. Well, I'm pretty I'm, I'm sure he it. knows where it's at. <laughs> well, I post all of my good successful cooks and I haven't had one that wasn't successful yet, knock on wood um, but I post them all on the DA page I don't think of posting them everywhere I'm just um, but I post them there just to give, you know, Frank credit. Well, as they should be and, and say, look people this is this is what it does right all right. Yeah, well, yeah. I learned we'll never convince everybody, but we're trying. All right. I'm uh, going to fly. You know, you can lead a horse to water, but... Exactly. Listen, there's, there's some old-timers out there that aren't going to change their stripes. Right. You can't make them all happy all the time. That's for sure. That's just the way it goes. All right, buddy. Well, we've had a four-hour show. I think I'm going to go. Yeah, I think so. Do you think Steve is all caught up on his electrolysis talk, or are you going to have to talk electrolysis Monday? I I, I, I see private lessons in his future. (laughs) 
Why, thanks for the call. It's it's great to see the Carbon Gators are going over so well, and for the people that already have the Ugly Box, they can always order the Carbon Gator, or if they're yeah, looking for, for an Ugly Box, it'll come with it. Yeah, new Ugly Box will come with it. If you have an Ugly Box for a limited time, we don't know, I don't know how long, depends on how the how much the components cost me, but we're going to do them for about 10 bucks, and you'll get an Ugly Box and, and Carbon. And uh, you just hit me up, and uh, we're gonna I'll probably have them on Ronnie's site, and whoever else wants to sell them, uh, really soon. Nice, that is excellent to hear, and I'm sure there are gonna be people looking for them, and you're gonna want to get them while they last, because they go quick. Yep. All right, buddy, I'm out of here. All right, thanks for the call. Thanks for the. Uh... Thanks, man. Kind of chit chat about electrolysis. I'm I'm sure Steve is very <laughs> pleased now. Always makes Steve happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll see you. Yeah. Well, so that uh, and and that's why we tell people. Uh, What you got to do? The uh, the ugly box works. I mean, we we tried to get Barb to it sooner rather than later, but the important part is she's there and now she's comfortable with it, which I think that is just extremely hilarious. I'm glad to see that she's having success with it. I'm gonna have to go and check out these posts now too. Definitely. Either way. Uh, obviously, tomorrow, Shelly and Dawn, Can You Dig It, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, don't forget Frank and Steve and Ronnie, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern. Wednesdays, Sundays. Yeah, we're around. We got a roll. It's, it's been quite the interesting show. Have a wonderful evening, folks. We are out of here.